This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle. This episode of American Enough is powered by Sennheiser, the future of audio. Hey, everybody, this is Vikram Iyer with American Enough, and we are coming to you live this week from Austin, Texas, at the amazingly inspired South by Southwest Interactive Festival. If you haven't heard of South by Southwest, go to sxsw.com right now and check it out. It's this incredible curation of thought leaders, inspired speakers, um, artists, filmmakers, podcasters, uh, technologists, startup co-founders, and everyone in between coming together to exchange thoughts and ideas around the issues of the day. Uh, The entire Mouth Media Network team will be out there with me. And actually on Sunday, we are recording a live episode of American Enough, our first live show. Very excited about that. With the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, Pete Buttigieg, um, who's also rumored to be a presidential contender, uh, an associate director of the ACLU, and the amazingly hilarious comedian and actor and entertainer and Netflix documentarian Ravi Patel. So please join us this Sunday at the Fairmont Hotel in Austin, Texas. If you can't make it, the episodes will be up, but do check out South by Southwest. And before that live episode, we've got an awesome and specially presented by South by episode with Rachel Payne, who was actually a technologist and entrepreneur herself, um, but has actually decided to lean in and run for Congress. So we're excited for that episode to come out um, this week too. So lots of fun content over here. um, Lots of amazing tacos and barbecue in Austin, Texas. Um, If you don't want to be jealous of all of that Mexican food and Tex-Mex that we're going to be eating, come join us in Austin. Happy March, everybody. And to all of the listeners of American Enough, the downloaders, the fans, the haters, and everyone in between. It's been a while. Uh, I I, want to apologize first about the relative silence uh, on the podcast. And for those that have subscribed, um, hopefully there's some pleasant surprises uh, popping up into your um, smartphone notifications when you see this episode uh, come up on your screen. Um, Because while it has been a while, it's given me a chance to do a fair bit of reflecting. This is American Enough with your host, Vikram Iyer. In the last couple of weeks, and frankly, even in the last 24 to 48 hours, We've seen a lot of commentary about how this administration um, has really created an affront to the identity of public service. And we've seen resignations from the highest ranks, uh, feet away, steps away from the Oval Office in this White House, to cabinet members, um, to sub-cabinet members, to senior advisors, to, to, to personal aides, and so on. And for me, it's really... It's really been an important period of time uh, as someone that has worked almost exclusively their entire life in the public sector to reflect on what public service actually means. It might be very easy for anyone, whether you support uh, the world of Barack Obama, the world of Donald Trump, the world of George Bush, to tie your perspective of what government service and public servants look like based off of the news of the day. Um, It may be even easier 
to dismiss public service if that news of the day involves ideologies, policies, tweets, or statements, or overtures around issues or stances that you fundamentally disagree with. Believe me, it's it's been difficult for me as as someone that worked in the prior administration to observe a teardown of several policies um, being executed by this administration. But in, in some respects, that is the wonder and awe of our democratic institutions, knowing that there is a process, there are elections, and along the way, whether we agree or disagree with the political powers in charge, there is an incredible, incredible group of individuals who day in and day out come to work despite the president, despite who might be in political office, and do amazing amounts of patriotic work on behalf of the American people and, frankly, on behalf of the globe. Now, specifically, what I mean is in the world of the federal government, there are political appointees, those that come in under the direction of the president, him or herself, and those are often touted as more visible, maybe even closer to the seats of power, uh, but at the end of the day, they rotate out at the discretion of the president or those political entities in charge. However, beyond just that core of a few thousand political appointees, there are impassioned, dedicated, and fundamentally decent career civil servants. Now, these individuals may be easy to be dismissed of as well. In fact, our current administration all too often refers to them as a swamp. And you may disagree with whether or not we need X agency or Y agency for Z purpose. But putting those ideologies aside, what I've reflected upon in my silence of the last two months is that we have an obligation to continue to respect not only the government institutions that exist today in service of us, but those impassioned men and women that show up tirelessly every day to carry out that duty as career civil servants. They undergird the policies and the processes that we all become reliant on in this country. The individual who processes your last-minute passport or visa request when you're in a bind and you've lost your, your, your passport backpacking in Europe, that's a career civil servant. The individuals that are allocating money to make sure that we can invest adequately through tiger grants in our roads and bridges and tunnels, that's, that's a civil servant. The, the individual who has spent many, many years representing America's values and, and interests around the world in pursuit of peace, but also in pursuit of engaging in a cultural two-way cultural dialogue with different countries, that's a civil servant too. And the number of examples of civil servants are countless. And I think it's really important for American Enough listeners to not try and confound the sense of failing moral authority and this sense of American identity that's being chipped away at by the current climate and the current conversations and the fact that 34 high-ranking officials in this government, in this administration, have either resigned or let go because of the tone and tenor of Trump. It's really important to put that to the side and try your best to isolate that var variable and continue to applaud the men and women 
who show up every day, regardless of whose portrait is hanging on the wall, to continue to fulfill those duties. For me, as someone that was a political appointee, I had the privilege of working very closely with several career civil servants, career civil servants that had opportunities to serve inside the White House, career civil servants that were at the Small Business Administration who helped budding entrepreneurs access the resources they need, career civil servants at the U.S. Department of Commerce that was focused on America's business at home but also our commercial diplomacy abroad, career civil servants at the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office who focused on ensuring that new technologies and novel breakthroughs of research and development could see the light of day. All of these career servants all too often get brushed under the light and the, the, under the light of, of the actions of too many political appointees just because the politicals tend to get the headlines first. So as this nation wakes up and sees the resignation of President Trump's economic advisor, Gary Cohn, please don't see that latest step out as indicative of a failing swamp or as indicative of a failing set of institutions of these unwavering public servants. Instead, see the fact that those that are quarterbacking the plays that the coaches are calling as the patriots that are our saving grace to continue to guide this republic forward. Because all too often political appointees whether they disagree with the powers in charge and that's why they are let go or they make missteps and they make severe errors and that's why they let, are let go or they fundamentally mess up and they have to take responsibility for it and that's why they depart the government. All of those instances will create headlines. All of those instances will garner attention. But at the end of the day, let's not allow that Let's not allow those mistakes. Let's not allow that gossip and, and, and conversation around who's up or who's down, whose pic, picture is splashed across the Washington Post or the New York Post to, to, to guide our faith in government. Because frankly, working together, there's a hell of a lot of work that we can do. It was the civil servants that actually are currently working on a redesign for the U.S. patent. And the way it will look when it's issued to that college graduate that has an idea that they're cooking up in their dorm room and they're going to unveil that new redesign this weekend at the South by Southwest Festival in Austin, Texas. It's a civil servant who actually briefs the secretary of state who might be a political appointee, but that civil servant is is, is informing them about our current state of, of engagement when it comes to a theater of war in a different country, whether it might be – Iraq or Afghanistan or briefing that Secretary of State on the issues uh, germane to our relationship with Pakistan or China or India. It's that career civil servant that has that knowledge, that is bringing all of the facts unvarnished and unbiased of the ideologies of the incumbent administration and the policies and the politics therein. Those are the folks that are going to continue to power our government. And they're the folks that are going to be long after the Barack Obama's leave or the Donald Trump's leave because they're in this for the mission and they're in this on behalf of others. So when we see headlines, when we see missteps, when we see individuals that may be tarnishing our sense of respect and hope for what America's moral authority ought to look like on behalf of how we represent ourselves through our public servants – 
let's definitely hold them accountable. I have made mistakes in my own approach to public service. While I'm proud of the work that we've done substantively when it comes to resetting our relationships between IP offices with other countries or investing in new manufacturing technologies or even working with the Girl Scouts of America and in the D.C. and Washington National Capital Area to make sure that instead of just patches for sewing for Girl Scouts that they're earning patches for understanding entrepreneurship and intellectual property, regardless of our achievements in government that will continue to be guided and supported and implemented by our career civil servants, if we make mistakes along the way, it is very easy for that to be the news. And while I can never judge whether that is right or wrong, all I can say is that for the mistakes I have made, it is important to me to not only declare a sense of deep sorrow and any accountability for the disrespect that would have been caused for the management in charge or the administration in charge. But it's equally important for me to let you know that whether it's the 34 people that have been let go by this administration, or whether it's my own inner workings, or whether it's that of a friend or a colleague that you know who works in government that might make a misstep or mistake, the political class of Washington is not what's going to guide forward the state of the country. It's the public servants that report for duty day in and day out that are going to make sure that we make the right investments and steer the path of government institutions in a direction that's fit for America's character, fit for America's decency, and fit for our commitment to American inclusivity. Now, let me also just be honest that these paths of impassioned public servants don't just take the form of federal employees. We're talking about your local DMV representative. We're talking about your local school teacher at a public institution. We're talking about those administrators that oversee entire public colleges and universities that help guide the next future of thinkers, believers, doers, and makers. Heroes don't just wear capes, and they don't just stand behind podiums. In fact, the word bureaucrat, the word swamp, all of those words that make maybe our eyes glaze over with boredom and, frankly, something that we don't necessarily care about or pay attention to every day, those are the people that are going to continue to make sure that this country moves forward in an adequate direction. And when I left the prior administration and badged out, proud of the work we had done under Barack Obama, nervous about the work that might get crafted under the incoming president, I left with a sense of hope and optimism of the civil servants I not only worked with, but those whose names I never met and whose emails I never really got associated with, because at the end of the day, I knew that they would continue to show up and fight for what they knew to be important facts about the policies that we were going to explore and important facts about what could or could not be done. And day in and day out, whether it's in the headlines or not, there are civil servants that are standing up for what they believe is right based off of the fact base and the rationale of what they've seen time and time again when government aims to experiment or when government aims to break convention. They are heroes, they are patriots, and they will continue to go do good work. So when I reflect over my silence in the last few months, and I deeply, deeply, deeply 
take accountability and have a prospect of apology for any missteps that I have made. At the same time, I'm reminded of the anger that I feel about the missteps being made around this administration and the latest firings and the latest scandals. I just wanted to point out that core to America's identity, core to our ability to pick up and not necessarily forget, but pick up and move on and really extend our fingers to the sun in pursuit of that more perfect union. That's all contingent on our ability to value the work of our public servants, our career civil servants, our men and women in uniform, both abroad and those that wear blue at home here in the U.S., the individuals who maybe never even see you day to day but are on the front lines of emergency response, the individuals that are processing the work, the paper, the policies, and implementing the rules of the law, they are our heroes. And if we want to guide them in a different direction, we can take to the ballot, we can take to the streets to protest, we can petition, we can write, we can call our elected representatives, and we should do that. And we should never languish and feel complacent that just because career civil servants are there to continue to push forward their vision for the way the government works, that we should just rest on those laurels. But just know that for every scandal, for every headline, for every misstep that you notice of a political appointee, well beyond that, and more foundationally to the pursuit of goodness and the pursuit of a long arc of history bending towards justice stands the entire federal workforce that shows up for you and no one else. That's not a reason to be silent, but it is a reason to be hopeful. This has been American Enough with Vikram Iyer. American Enough is a production of Mouth Media Network. Contact Vikram with your comments and questions at 844-4-VIKRAM and connect with the show on social media at American Enough. Theme music by Chris Thomas. Episodes available at AmericanEnoughPodcast.com and everywhere the best podcasts are found. To learn more about Mouth Media Network and how you can partner with this podcast, visit MouthMediaNetwork.com. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts, callers, and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Mouth Media Network. No portion of this show may be reproduced, published, or rebroadcast without the express written permission of the producers. Thank you for listening. The superior audio quality on Mouth Media Network is powered by Sennheiser. And as a listener, you can receive a 25% discount on virtually any headphone, microphone, and other high-quality audio product available to purchase directly on the Sennheiser website. Just visit Sennheiser.com and enter the code MOUTHMEDIASEN, that's MOUTHMEDIA, S-E-N-N, at checkout. This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.